Hi, welcome to John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. My name's Ann, and in just a few moments, you'll be hearing from my boyfriend, John, as he tells me about what happened in wrestling this week. This is the one-hour week. He's allowed to tell me about that, so we'll probably learn a lot together. The bit, because I'm so nervous, because we're on the air, live. Well, you know what? I don't like our bits. This is real. This is a real fight we're having. As a comedian couple, this is a huge problem. Yeah. And you know what? I want a bit divorce. What? It's a divorce where it's a, a bit. <laughs> you want to just go around town telling people we got a divorce? Yeah. And it's a it's a bit, but nobody it's knows that. And I think we should do the paperwork as a bit. I think we should go to court as a bit. And then when people are like, we can't actually find any record of a marriage. And then we get married as a bit, I guess, yeah, I first. Guess we got to get to that first. It's the first part. Oh, no. Great. <clears throat> uh, now, 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 it's, now it's weird. Yeah, now I got to deal with this. <laughs> um, great. Okay. Anyway. Uh, well, <laughs> Wrestle uh, News. Anyway. Hello, nine. I guess I'll. I guess I'll start nicer then. Okay. Hi, nine listeners. I think they should hear all of this. Yeah. Why? No. Okay. I mean, they can. I'm not. I'm not. Should we start again? I don't have secrets. Why would we start again? Because I referenced something that maybe they won't know. We've got a hot two minutes of content. Okay, we got plenty of content. People just want content. Let's they don't wrap care if it's it up, good or not. Actually, we should you know, probably wrap this it is up. Enough. No one cares. Anyway. Uh, no, people care. Our all right. Our dedicated listeners. They do, and and they're here for the wrestling news. So tell us, tell us what's happening in wrestling. Um. Well, one uh big thing is that. Our guy Big E is apparently very successful now because your mom on the phone mentioned him. She saw him on TV and mentioned him, which means that he is about as mainstream as you can possibly be, which is what I've always wanted for him. He's the Sorry. WWE champion. Sorry, I'm eating a cookie. Yeah, and is he? Well, if you if you're a regular listener, which you probably are, because it's pretty easy to go back and catch up, even if you haven't been listening the whole time. Uh, and loves to eat snacks during the podcast, during recording, and not just any snacks. She loves to eat noisy snacks. She had a very crinkly bag of jelly beans that she was just fully opening right in front of the microphone. Uh, this week she has these cookies that I overcooked a little bit. Yeah, they're um, your cookies. It's your fault. It is my fault. I introduced You're the, the cookies. You're the one being noisy. It, theoretically, in a way, you could mm-hmm. f- probably find that uh, philosophically. You're at fault legally. Um, but yes, my mother saw Big E on the television and was very excited to tell me about it. Yeah, she's also, uh, just to compare who she knows, she's also mentioned previously Randy Orton, who is like one of the biggest WWE yeah. stars of today. I mean, she catches it in passing. She watches rest because my mom really likes sports. And if you really like sports, you're probably going to like sports entertainment, you know? Mm-hmm. It taps into the same part of your brain that watches sports, but it adds a little theater to it. So, yeah, and it's it's um, really over the top. So that that's how they used to get people into it. It would be like, you know, because yeah. it looked like boxing, but it was just nuts. Yeah, it was and, just and psycho kind of, boxing. It's kind of perfect for her because my mom thinks everything's ridiculous anyway. So mm-hmm. it's just like exactly her sense of humor of being like. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He turns into a demon? Really? I don't think so. 
That's I'd, like she loves to do. I'd stuff like, like to that. see the test results on that. <laughs> she she just digs stuff like that. So I I think she that is it's clear that it's something she enjoys. That is really how you should go into this. You really shouldn't mm-hmm. take it as seriously as someone like say me. Um, you should just watch it and be entertained by it. I think it. everything's valid, honey. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay. See, I support him emotionally. Yeah. I'm patting him on the shoulder right now. Literally fondly. patting my back. <laughs> um, so, but your mom, when moms start knowing who wrestlers are, that means I think they're about as mainstream. Yeah. Well, he did the he did the college game day pre show or whatever it's yeah. called college game day. She referred to him as the Big E. Mm-hmm. And I think he went to Iowa, which also made her happy because she went to Iowa. So. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Fellow alums. Yeah, uh, fellow alums. Yeah, so I'm very proud of Big E and the success that he's had. Yeah, that's great. Um, and he's the WWE champion, and I hope he's the champion for like a Yeah, year, he's like Miss year. America. Being a yeah. WWE champion, I guess, means you go around and do like a little press tour then, yeah? I mean, especially when you're a babyface champion, that is kind of the whole thing. That's why John Cena was champion for so long. Or, you know, one of the reasons is because he was very good at that part of it, of being mm-hmm. like the face of the company and like the marketable like that's what Hulk Hogan was. He was like yeah. the star of it, and mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so it's like being Playmate of the Year. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I'm just I'm just drawing comparisons that yeah. people can understand. You know, so yeah, it's people... like being Playmate of the Year, Miss America, going on a little yeah. press tour. It's like um, I don't know, think of there's, like a, an, there's no other things. That's there's it. No other things. The Pope, oh, the Pope. Pope. Big they pick, e. You know how they pick a pope? Yeah. Out of the Cardinals? Big it's like the e same thing. Big e, the big pope. Yeah, the big pope. Maybe that'll be the third one because they had they had young pope and then they had new pope. Was that what it was? The one, oh, I didn't was like see John that John Malkovich or something? I couldn't even watch young pope. I, I didn't, didn't watch it. it. I just remember it happening. Um. Yeah, I didn't care for it. But uh, yeah. So Big E can be the next season of that show, the big pope. Yes. The big P. Yes. Sounds like E. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's see. What else happened? So that was not so much news, just a little fun fact to get us started. Um, let's see. We had uh, in Sasha Banks' watch this week. Woo, 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 woo. Sasha Banks. That wasn't a sound and movement. You didn't have to come along, but I appreciate the support. Yeah, no problem. Uh, okay, update us on Sasha Banks. Uh, she... Um, she went through a table this week. She got into an altercation with uh, Becky Lynch. There was like a contract signing. You know how these go. You've seen yes. a few contract signings at this point. You know that they don't ever go to plan. Nothing ever is good with them. And uh, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair is very good at being like, because her character is like a great athlete and very charismatic and better than a lot of people. So like she could come off as very arrogant, but I feel like she's always, I mean, she's a baby face right now, so she's supposed to be, but like, I feel like she's always very respectful to the other characters until they disrespect her. And then she's like, all right, you know what? Here's what's really going on. Yeah, she and then stands up for herself. She does. And it's a, it's a great character and she's very easy to root oh, for. And you know what I love about a contract signing? That's when they have office furniture in the ring. Yeah. Like they move a whole office into the ring. There's like a filing cabinet and mm-hmm. a desk and a chair. Yeah. I just like that. I like the theatrics mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Becky Lynch had it uh, on the entrance ramp. She had yeah. her own table separately. But yeah, they do it. And it's like the tables, I guess they could probably get wholesale or something. But the chairs really seem like those are expensive. Even shitty office chairs are like yeah, bucks, but, 200 bucks. Yeah, well, I got an Ikea one. That thing's like they 300 probably bucks. Have a, they probably have a props guy. 
Uh, maybe. Do you think he's making, he's got to put the chairs back together? Well, maybe. Well, maybe they, don't they break just the chairs. make cheaper chairs, you know? Maybe. maybe they get special cheap ones. They also don't, like, break the chairs, I guess, with the way that they break tables. Sometimes mm. the chairs break if somebody throws them, but for the most part, they just kind of... Yeah, maybe they don't actually replace them that often. Maybe know? they just use the stadium's chairs and just don't tell them. Yeah, to this day, the stadiums keep falling for it over yeah. and over again for decades. Some, like, manager of the... You know the they got us again. Yeah, the, the American Center. Airlines Center has no more chairs. <laughs> no more chairs. I got to do reports here. I got to make schedules. <laughs> Every year this happens. Every year. Sometimes several times a year. If you're at certain places, when um, will we learn? And so they had that. Uh, Bianca Belair put. I think, if I recall, she put Becky Lynch through Sasha Banks through a table. If that was what happened, I think that's yeah, that's what happened. Um, through Sasha Banks. Yeah, well, I think Sasha was on the table. I watched this a couple of days ago, and it's hard to remember, but I'm pretty sure she put Sasha on the table and then did... Or, or no, she actually had... That's what it was. She lifted both of them up into her finisher because she's very strong, and she... Sasha Banks is also the tiniest person. You know how Biggie Big is the world's biggest man? Yeah. Sasha Banks is, like, the world's tiniest person. She's so, she has many times in matches people have tried to put her through a table, and she just will like bounce off of it, <laughs> which is looks like it hurts more, honestly. Yeah. But it's just, she's just very light and small. Um, and uh, this you, one, that's why you needed. We do love you, Sasha. It's not a. No, we say that every week, though. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta it's not going. a. Yeah. And she's uh, that's why she needed it, Becky, uh, Bianca Belair. Everybody's got a B name in this. Uh, Bianca needed to um use Becky Lynch and she needed to put their mask together in order to make Sasha go to the table. That's what it was. Sounds genius. It was. Um, Sounds like problem solving in action. Yeah. Um, Bianca is a champion in every realm. Um, wow. Uh, another thing that happened though, doesn't really have that much to do with Sasha, but it can, sort of does. Uh, you know how last That's week. That's a great was, intro to the story. Yeah, it sort of does. It, she'll come back. It doesn't around. really have any relation, but sort of. Anyway, but I think she'll come back around in this if I remember my notes properly. Okay. She uh, so <clears throat> remember how last week I was talking about how Charlotte was the Raw Women's Champion drafted to SmackDown, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And Becky Lynch was still on SmackDown, and that was and Bianca Belair was coming to Raw, so I was like either yeah. they'll do Bianca will win the title from Becky, and then she and Charlotte will do a swap, or like Becky or um, Charlotte will lose the title on her way off of Raw, but. Becky, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Becky Lynch has now been drafted to Raw. Oh, so you think they're so just going to switch? They might just switch, or they might, because Becky has to defend her title at this Crown Jewel show in a couple of weeks against Bianca Belair, who is also going to Raw along with Becky, mm-hmm. and um, uh, Sasha Banks, who is the only person in that match who's staying on SmackDown. Mm. So now we have a possibility that Sasha Banks could actually just win this title back to keep it on SmackDown, mm. or Becky could lose and then swap with charlotte and then it's bingo and then it's bingo you've got everything and then you go into the playoffs and it's and then it's no I'm, i was trying to make it more complicated yeah i mean i was doing a bit sorry it's okay we uh, we'll talk about that later when we talk about our bit divorce yeah um i'll oh, see now i have to keep that whole f- yep. first section in because we referenced it yeah, that's right i knew it <laughs> Uh, no we don't have to you can always edit that out no everyone should hear everything this is authentic <laughs> this is real we're really in a relationship it's not yeah, fake. this is real sometimes things get really real anyway 
What's the next thing? What is the next thing? <laughs> I don't really write these in any sort of an order. Um, Hangman Adam Page is back. He's returned. Adam Page. Yeah, he's, he's not Adam Cole. No, he's, he's not. Adam Page. They sort of look A different. Sort of Adam. similar. Similar. I'm assuming they're both white men. They're both white men with <laughs> long hair. With a long hair. Does it, it look wet a lot? Does that off, hair look it wet? It often looks wet. Do they wear little wrestling pants? They do wear little wrestling pants. Okay. Do they have kind of a scruffly beard, but not really a beard? Yeah. Okay. We have yet to find a difference. Um, <laughs> do they both have ears? <laughs> Oh, come on. Of course, <laughs> yes. I guess Mick Foley only has one ear, though, so you can... Yeah. Um, do they paint their faces? Do you, no. Neither, neither neither, but they, neither one faces. of them does it, so yeah. Do, do they have differing... Like, does one of them have a character that's different from the other one? Like, like that one would get immediately. You know, not a thing where it's like, oh, he has subtle differences. A thing where, like, one of them is, like, the Joker, and the other well, one is, like broom guy and carries brooms all the time well that adam, level pa- of giving adam page does have he pretty much always has a drink like a beer okay that's or, what I, yeah, prop so, prop gimmick that's yeah. what i want to know so he is always drinking and he's like sort of an alcoholic but like a high functioning alcoholic who drinks because he doesn't have like confidence in himself oh so the good kind yeah exactly yeah the fun kind he's also very like socialist and he posts a lot on, like, oh yeah Zane he level. sounds like yeah. my kind of dude yeah he was uh posting a lot of stuff about like shutting businesses down and stuff during um covid yeah hooray uh, functional alcoholics yeah who just drink to feel better he um, used to drink uh beers that the audience would give him and then yeah. he had to stop because of COVID. oh yeah um, and but also because right. of roofies <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> it's true somebody could I, yeah that one time on dynamite when adam page got roofied and then somebody tried to drag him into the crowd <laughs> yeah and then people had to pull him I back mean, out some people are just psychos and oh yeah just i mean do you could put anything in there yeah mm-hmm. um but he's back. He was away for a while. He's in a long-standing feud with Kenny Omega where they were the... Adam Page used to be part of the Elite, which was like Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes. And he was part of that group that came over and like started AEW. Um, but he was seemingly like not uh, as good friends with those guys as they were with each other. So he was... He kind of like splintered away and they kind of were dicks to him mm-hmm. in character. Uh, and so he and Kenny Omega were the tag team champions in AEW for a long time. And then Adam Page, they started to have like differences. The Young Bucks were being jerks to him. Kenny Omega was seemingly defending him, but kind of not really. Uh, and then once they lost the tag team titles, Kenny Omega became like a huge dick to him. And Adam Page was having like a lot of confidence issues and he was drinking a lot more. Um, and it was hard for him to stand up to the rest of the elite who had basically given him this opportunity. And he even just, if he like, drank even more, yeah. And he just was having he trouble. He just with couldn't it. Yeah. drink enough to just couldn't drink enough to have that confidence. And mm. boy, do I identify with that. Um, <laughs> he no, he um. So then he he and Kenny Omega had this match a year ago, uh, in November 2020 to for the end of a tournament to get a world title shot. And Adam Page lost to Kenny Omega, and he has not had the confidence to face him again since and he's like avoided this and anytime anybody brings it up he's like oh no 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 it's fine kenny's great um and then he sort of got involved with the dark order which is this group of like losers kind of like lovable Mm -hmm. losers that have they used to be like heels and then their leader Brody lee died i think i've talked about this before where now they're like 
a lovable gang yeah, of losers that support each week. other. And Adam Page is, is part of that. And so he was gearing up to face Kenny Omega for the world title. And they had a big match, the Elite versus Adam Page in the Dark Order for a world title shot for Adam Page and a tag team title shot for two members of the Dark Order. And they lost. And it was like a big Adam Page mm-hmm. of the Dark Order. Dark Order, these good guys, they lost. And we all thought they were going to they were gonna win, and they didn't. Um, and then Adam Page left for a while. I think in real life his wife had a baby, mm-hmm. so he took a few months off. That's nice. Um, and now he's back. He came back in the uh, casino ladder match. Uh, I'm going to say as the Joker, which is not a reference to the Batman character. He wasn't painted up like the Joker or anything. He just, they do it. They would like, people will come out based on, like not everybody starts the match at the beginning. They'll like start with one person or two people, and then they'll have somebody else come out. It'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the... And they like do this a battle a, royale kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, they do that with a battle royale and with the Royal Rumble style. Yeah. But they re- uh, release people based on, like, card suits. So they'll have, like, this is the ace. Okay, I get this you. Is the, yeah, and so he's the Joker, which was, like, a mystery spot. Mm. We're all kind of hoping, I think, that it would be Adam Page. So he's back. He won the ladder match. Everybody was excited. They all chanted oh. cowboy shit, which is a thing that he says. That's It's like, cool. we're going to do some cowboy shit. And now he's back, and he's got a title shot. We don't know when. Possibly at this next pay-per-view, Full Gear, which is his, uh, based off, I think, like a, uh, something he has said on their like YouTube show that they do, Being the Elite. So it's mm. kind of like his themed show a little bit. And so it would be great. And I'm excited for him to wrap up this uh, long-term feud where he finally conquers his fear of facing Kenny Omega and proves to himself that he can do it. Yeah. Good uh, job, Adam Cole. Oh, uh, I think yeah. that was a pretty fucking awesome tag for it the end was. of the map. It really was that long-winded thing <laughs> where I just spell out the history of it. You did a great job. Thanks. This is why you're here. This is why I'm here to spice I'm, it up. I'm too passionate about it, and you're just checked out enough to just make fun of it in a way that's entertaining. Yes. Um, Include that in our bit divorce paperwork. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's already in there. I got it right next to the notes about the wrestling news. <laughs> okay, good. Um, another thing for Dynamite... Uh, this guy, Bobby Fish, who was in NXT for a long time, part of <gasps> Adam Cole's group. Like Bobby Fisher? No, but similarly named. He's, uh, he's not a chess champion um, or a fugitive, I think. Oh. Um, he, uh, he, was on, he made a, like a tweet at Sammy Guevara, who was the new TNT champion, new two weeks ago uh, champion, and he like tweeted at him about wanting to challenge him. Bobby mm-hmm. Fish was not... He had been released from NXT. Mm-hmm. He was not signed to AEW and then Tony Khan president of AEW brought in Bobby Fish they had oh and he had a TNT championship does Bobby Fish have fish on him he has a fish I think on his butt on his uh on his like a tattoo um, yeah no on his uh trunks his shorts oh on his shorts yeah. god that's even less committed well so it's uh, like not a prop fish not a tattoo fish it's just like on your shorts yeah it's that's really super low commitment low effort yeah i mean i wouldn't say as much of a gimmick he's just kind of like mma guy who's like cocky yeah but his name is bobby fish well the, the yeah re- if i went to a wrestling show and they were like bobby fish and this man walked out and he did not have a fish head or was not holding a fish as a weapon or did not have flipper feet or did not have gills. Or wasn't tagging with a uh, big mouth <laughs> billy bass or whatever they were called. Yeah. Something. Th- I would be absolutely furious. I think this is really holding his career back. Well, he might be onto something now because he was on that show. He had a one-off title shot against Sammy Guevara, which he did mm-hmm. not win. But they did announce that AEW has now signed Bobby Fish 
So mm-hmm. he'll be back. But and the, they've ordered 8,000 pounds of halibut. They've ordered 8,000 pounds of him. Um, and, but the, re- the main reason I brought him up is because uh, during his match, it got real quiet for a second. Mm-hmm. And you just heard one person in this huge arena shout, Bobby Fish Sticks! <laughs> and it was so stupid. Yeah, that's the dumbest that it, thing I've ever heard. It was the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and it just... I completely broke and started laughing out loud. You've watched a lot of comedies with me, comedies that I love and uh-huh. think are very funny, and I often don't laugh because I've been inundated John, with so I've much comedy. I've never, ever heard of you loving a comedy. Oh, come on. <laughs> come now. I'm kidding. I'm teasing. Um, and so it was just so dumb and unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And it was just that perfect time where they just like waited for it to be quiet somehow in this huge arena. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I laughed very hard at it. Uh, no, and I just wanted funny. to mention Bobby Fishstick. So I, if I was him, I would definitely lean into that somehow. Bring some fish sticks out with him. Brand some. I mean, he needs something. You can't have a silly name and be a wrestler yeah. and not do something. I mean, that's just this guy Mark Briscoe, who uh, the it's Briscoes like... were uh, are a tag team in Ring of Honor, who are like these legitimate. Are they both like... dressed as Lenny Briscoe from Law and Order? No, I didn't even know that as a character. You I, don't I, know I, who all... Lenny Briscoe is? I know Donnie Brasco. Wait. What? The only Briscoes I know are the legendary Jack and Jerry Briscoe of NWA fame, and then the Br- Jay and Mark Briscoe, who are not related to them, but oh, are a tag team in Ring of Honor. I don't know who the, either of those guys are. Yeah. Lenny Briscoe is like the Law and Order detective. He's like the first one. Is that Jerry He's Orbach? Like, yeah. Oh, well, I know that. He I know Lenny him. Lenny Briscoe. Okay, I know them. I just He's didn't know like his name. the Law and Order detective. Okay, yeah. Well, maybe. It's like the John of- Lennon of... of Law and Order Detectives. He was the first one, and he's dead. Who's the Paul McCartney of oh. Law and Order Detectives? Well, who's the guy from Ice Rent? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. The guy from Rent who plays his partner. Oh, David Caruso? Is that him? No. no. God, I might be got, mixing shows. Now you've got me Googling. I want to figure out which Beatle Ice-T is. <laughs> Law and Order cast surprisingly brings up about 500 people. Jerry Orbach, Jesse L. Martin. Oh, I don't know him. Uh, he plays Ed Green, who's the uh, he's the he's Lenny's partner for a lot oh, of it. Okay, um, and he was in Rent, and those are the two roles I know him from. Okay, but um, well, yeah, also, uh, oh, he's this guy. Oh, oh, that guy's on the Flash. Is he? That guy's great. Oh, cool! Yeah, oh, yeah, he is the, on the Flash. He's fantastic. He like yeah, makes you awesome. cry every episode. Oh, he's so good. But yeah, he's the Paul McCartney of the yeah. Law and Order Detectives. If you want to, if you want to watch any of the Arrowverse shows, of which there are about seven hundred episodes of television, just watch the Flash. It's the best one. Yeah. So anyway, what are uh, Lenny Briscoe's nephews doing in in Ring of Honor? Uh, well, they're that man. None of this needed to happen at all. I mean, I'm glad <laughs> we talked about that. But uh, no, we the, the tangents are for me to have something. to that's do. That's true. You're right. The Briscoes are. Uh, just these like legitimate Delaware chicken farmers that sound like like they're very Diligent like redneck chicken farmers. Delaware, they're from oh, Delaware, <laughs> which I don't think of. I thought you said there are these diligent, diligent chicken farmers. They're legitimate Delaware their, chicken farmers as their, as their gimmick. Well, it's they're, sort of just, just what two they two men f- f- frightening foxes away from they're the diligent. <laughs> they have a schedule and they stick to it. They are. None of their eggs go to waste. They get them right away. Mm -hmm. Um, But they have a real chicken farm, I think, and they're really just these like chicken farmer guys from Delaware that 
I didn't think of it as a southern state, but I mean, these guys definitely are like very southern. Delmarva is like its own thing. Delaware, Maryland, Virginia people. Okay, yeah. Like they all consider, I don't know. Anyway, one of those guys, Mark Briscoe, used to call Bobby Fish Bobby the Fish, mm. which was funny. And I thought that Bobby Fish should just lean into that. But I mean, he should lean into anything at all. Yeah. he. And if you watched him, I mean, he's a good wrestler and I've enjoyed his work, but he really doesn't have much of like a gimmick or anything. He doesn't have much of a character. Sounds, sort of like, a, sounds like we could, we should just cut him loose. AEW should we they, yeah oh we should just we cut, the owners of AEW oh. should just cut him loose or are you saying that we have Bobby Fish he's on the line <laughs> and we need to just cut the line I actually did not even think of that throw but him I'm back. glad that I accidentally made that joke and that yeah. you caught it throw him back I guess oh and now we have a new segment throw, him, throw back. him back reel him in or throw him back it's every week it's whether Bobby Fish is interesting enough to stay at wrestling. All right. And this week, he's a throwing back. Well, I'll, I'll reel him in because of that Bobby Fish sticks line. <laughs> that wasn't even him, but I'll, re- I'll reel him in for that. Um, you throw I him mean, back, that I'll wasn't reel him, in? him, though. That was like a fan, but an I, inventive fan. If anything, you should rookie of the year it and find that fan <laughs> and make him a wrestler because he clearly is he hilarious. Should, he should be Bobby Fish's manager. Yeah, something like that. He should be the person who comes in and, and gets fame for being creative and and, and cool. I guess <laughs> and making I guess, a joke everybody enjoyed. Yeah, I guess I am looking at this like for the potential that it could have. This is he had a yeah. good moment this week because I mean that match was good, but also his the thing. And I oh, guess, I just want to say that that fan. You know, uh, I think it's rare that you you see a guy who yells something out in a stadium do it in a way that's actually amusing for people and nice yeah. and kind of fun. And so I just want to shout out that fan for being a real rare kind of person. Yeah, and he found that pocket of it being quiet he enough. He found the pocket, and the thing he yelled was something we could all enjoy. Yeah, it was innocent and fun and yes. stupid. Um, Most of the time it's upsetting when when people yell like that because they say something terrible. Yeah, I've been to a lot of smaller uh, wrestling shows too or like you can't get away from it because it's a small enough room and yeah. everybody's audible if they want to talk and it's like well remember when we that. went to Money in the Bank that one time and those guys were yelling about Chris Benoit oh yeah that's a pretty regular thing yeah and I was I don't know I was like no that's not I don't want to think about that one time I was at a a Raw at the Barclays Center and uh, they did this they do the WWE does this be a star anti-bullying campaign mm-hmm. uh and this anti-bullying thing came up about like understanding people and you know not bullying them. And this guy in front of me just screams, "No, teach your kids to fight!" And it was very funny. Uh, people laughed because um, he was very sincere about it. Yeah. Um. Anyway, hopefully that guy doesn't have kids. Anyway, um, I mean, I think it's probably true that he has a whole ring of kids that he makes fight and he sells videotapes of it. Kid fights. Kid fights. Yeah. So I think he was clearly advertising his kid fights ring. Teach your kids <laughs> to fight. And that's what he was he was selling. Yeah, things. yeah. He was trying to get parents to give him his kid to give him their kids. Anyway, what's next? Um, let's what? see. Uh, we have a whole list. I have a whole list. Um, CM Punk was on Rampage. He wrestled on Rampage, which mm. was a very good match. I love uh, mm-hmm. versus Daniel Garcia. I loved it. Uh, apparently, Rampage did get the lowest ratings they've ever gotten, though. Uh oh. 502,000 viewers. They've previously gotten around six to 700,000. Th- oh, I see. Well, it's really not bad for it being a Friday. It's The show is on Friday nights yeah. at 10 p.m. I mean, it's not. Yeah. It's a tough time slot. So, and they, they've been pretty. Like, I figure they would 
settle in about 400,000 because they, they kind of load the shows up, but it's still like, it's tough. It's, it's a tough mm-hmm. sell. So I think they're doing all right, but I think there was a, a Major League Baseball playoffs are happening now. That's my excuse. Oh, yeah. Anytime sports happens, TV gets bad. Yeah. So it's, That's it's a tough. Qu- you can quote me on that. Um, and we will. Sports um, makes TV be bad. It does. I've watched a lot of WWE trying to compete with like football games they know they can't compete with and either yeah. it's moments it's either cool moments that happen in a vacuum that make for like no reason like biggie winning the wwe championship or it's like they totally phone it in because they're like we're not gonna even yeah try um but cm punk a little fun fact so far in aew he has only wrestled on pay-per-view at all out mm-hmm. and on rampage which is like it's not really the b show but it's sort of the b show it's not quite as it's not it's not in as good a time slot as dynamite and it's shorter and it's usually mm-hmm. taped so he has never he has not yet wrestled on Dynamite. He's wrestled once in pay-per-view at all out, twice at Rampage, and he's going to wrestle on this coming week's Rampage as well. And he's not wrestled so, on Dynamite. So oh, so what what do you think this means? What are you I getting think, from that? I think what I'm assuming is that hey, maybe CM he's Punk, busy on Wednesdays. Maybe he's busy on Wednesdays, even though these rampages have all been taped on Wednesdays. Maybe, well, then he's busy taping the rampage. That's true. That's why he's busy at he's AEW busy. taping rampage. You didn't say that he was too busy to do that. You said he's busy. Yeah. Um. So he's. Uh, I think right now CM Punk is the biggest draw that they have because he's like mm-hmm. the biggest star and also uh, has been away for so long. So mm-hmm. it's made him even more like interesting for people to watch. So he's kind of the biggest draw that they have, and so Rampage Dynamite is sort of set, and they can put him on Dynamite, and it would be a draw. But Dynamite is pretty consistently getting over a million views of this, or, uh, views, geez, uh, ra- viewership ratings, whatever, over a million ratings, and then they Rampage are still kind of trying to establish because mm-hmm. it's a newer show and it's a tougher yeah. time slot. So I think they're just like throwing, they're just like yeah. nuking the time slot with like their their biggest star and i think that's what it is and also because cm punk part of the reason he wanted to come back was to wrestle like younger people that aren't uh that are like coming up and he wants like, to fight kids he wants to fight kids. he wants to teach your yeah. kids to fight he wants to teach your kids to fight <laughs> he's doing uh kid fights i mean God. he did face darby allen is the first one and darby allen does straight up look like a teenager wow um and this CM guy, Punk wants to just beat up the kids. He does. CM Punk wants to fight kids. <laughs> uh, well, he did also. Daniel Garcia is the guy he faced this guy uh, this week on Rampage, and he also looks very young. Mm. Um, Darby Allen looks a little younger because he has like a skateboard and um, like spiked. That's up why I got hair. a skateboard. It makes yeah. me look younger. Yeah, he's a real Bart Simpson looking guy. Mm. No, yeah, that's also why I got a skateboard because I kind of look like Bart Simpson. Yeah, I, you do I, have blonde hair right now. I, I have like yellow blonde hair yeah, right now. I was looking at pictures Simpsons-y. of myself and I was like, wow, my hair is really yellow. We went and saw, this is for the audience, we went and saw our friend's baby today. Yeah, and first the, time eating the baby. The baby kept staring at me and like kind of smiling, but she kept staring at me and I was like, why is she staring at me? And I realized it's because I have this like bright yellow hair, I bet, and it's kind of oh. frizzy. And no, and everybody else in the room had like you know brown or like darker mm-hmm. hair, and I'm like, I wonder if she's just never seen someone with like yellow, yellow well, hair true. before. Even their dog has like very dark fur. Yeah, so that's just true. <laughs> Maybe I looked like a, a weird little dandelion or something. Oh, an angel, perhaps. No. Okay. Um, <laughs> very cute baby, though. Yeah, it was a cute baby. She was very smiley. Um, and CM Punk would be probably trying to fight her. He probably would be trying to fight her. Oh, be like how old is that baby? This guy. <laughs> guy i just i don't know it sounds like he's 
bad news in some respects. He, well, yeah, the worst news is he wants to fight your kids. Yeah. Um, but he he's been facing the younger people on the roster, and he wants to help them. You know, impart mm-hmm. his wisdom, and and so he's uh, he's impart them my all. wisdom. Yeah. On right. you. This is a man punching. Take my wisdom. You can't see me doing punching motions. Absorb my wisdom. John is also punching his own leg. Um, Not my leg. Theoretically, he's like helping them learn different techniques in wrestling. Yeah, that's how you teach kids is by beating them up. It's by beating the shit out of them. That's That's how they learn. Yep. Um, And we as a podcast support... Uh, but that's, I think, him facing a lot of these younger talents, like Darby Allen is a big star for them, but mm-hmm. that was the match they had on pay-per-view, and then he, he faced Powerhouse Hobbs and Daniel Garcia, both uh, very talented young wrestlers that are on the way up, for sure, and especially in the case of Powerhouse Hobbs, I think could be main eventing um, before long, but uh, they are still like sort of lower on the card at the time or at the moment, yeah. so putting them on Rampage makes sense because they're not... Main eventing sounds like it's some kind of sex act. Um. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like oh, the old. Yeah, give her the old Chicago main event. Oh yeah, that sounds yeah. like a really gross. If you sex put a act. city or a country in front of any phrase, it mm-hmm. sounds like a. That's true. Yeah. All right. What's next? Okay. Uh, we're done with CM Punk. We're done with weird sex and act. beating up children and weird sex acts. I guess we're we, past that section of the podcast. We can. Uh, talk about um, Leo Rush. This guy was in WWE for a time. He was in uh-huh. Ring of Honor for a time. He was he left NXT, I think, or was released from NXT. He was he's very good. I, I like him a lot. Um, he like retired. He was in New Japan for a while, and he like, retired. He's now he was retiring. He's like, very young. He's like mm-hmm. in his mid twenties or something, and he retired. He was kind of weirdly vague about like why he was retiring. It sounded like he went to the doctor and he had like some injury and it kind of freaked him out, I think, like mm-hmm. maybe like the long-term effects of the injury. And so he was like, I'm retiring. I'm going to fulfill like the last of my dates for New Japan and whatever else he had because he worked a couple other places. And then he was like, I'm going to fulfill the rest of my dates and then I'm going to retire. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seemed like kind of a rash decision. And I was like, I feel like this won't stick. And now he's signed with AEW. So I think he's just not retiring. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's and I'm very excited because he's... It sounds like he like broke up with one like mm-hmm. girlfriend, like saying like, I just don't want to be in a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. And then like a month later, he's engaged. Yeah. And it's like, oh, he was just being nice. Yeah, he was just being... He just wasn't into you. Yeah. You know? uh, uh, but he didn't want to say that. Yeah, um, uh. So he's... Now it looks like he's doing like a multi-level marketing gimmick. Like he's telling as wrestlers, a gimmick or is he actually doing? One? No, it was like a gimmick. I think he's like telling oh. wrestlers that he's like, you work with me, and I'm gonna like make you a bunch of money. Oh, and but he's like saying it in like very vague ways, and it like comes off as like very like skeevy, and then his like people are starting to call him out on it in character. They're like, it sounds like you're like you know conning people. I have notes for this. Yeah, my notes for this would be. He should just be doing a multi-level marketing scene where he's actually selling something, like a juice or something, mm-hmm. and it, he could play that game. But then he could also actually sell the juice online as like merch or something. That would be great. That's you know? like Chris Jericho would do that. Yeah, but um, that's what I mean. Like that's to me how you would do that. Yeah, that would as be a heel uh, gimmick that would actually be really successful. I, I think. think that would be, um, and I think that's a good note. Uh, maybe one Thank that you. he'll listen to if Leo Rush listens to this. Um, yeah, Leo. It's Call also me. it's what. 
Oh, my 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 phone number. <laughs> I forget what numbers I've released already of my phone number. Uh, so you gotta be careful because you could give the rest of it away. One of the numbers is six. Okay, I feel like we're just giving the same number away every week. <laughs> well, my my phone number has a couple numbers that are the same, oh, so that's boy. what's tricky about. We're it. gonna figure this out soon. The super fans are gonna crack it. Yeah. Well. Okay. All right. Well, Leo Rush is back. I think this is the first multi-level marketing gimmick I've seen. I've seen a bunch of like scumbag managers who are conning you. Matt Hardy is doing that right mm-hmm. now as Big Money Matt with the Hardy family office. And he's, uh, which I have noticed that he's managing almost all tag teams, which mm-hmm. makes sense because Matt Hardy is a uh, yeah. classically trained tag team wrestler with his brother Jeff Hardy and the Hardy a classically boys. trained one. Wow. Yeah. So he can read uh, the sheet punches yes if you give him the music if you give him the sheet of the match yeah he can read uh, it he can read all the moves he can sight read yep um so he's like a tag team legendary tag team wrestler so it makes sense to me that he's representing uh, yeah through skeevy means um but this is like the leo rush thing seems more like uh a little bit more similar to the like multi-level market because i feel like there's a bunch of little documentaries exposing like multi-level marketing things i feel like it's sort of in the in the news more lately. well those are my favorite kinds of documentaries i like financial schemes oh yeah like we work yeah i like reading about business or financial schemes and stuff more so than like you know violence or yeah sexual not, abuse and i guess i can get into like a true crime thing like if, if a true crime thing is on like i can get into it but I, i've never been like seeking it out okay kind of depresses me um that's okay okay good i yeah. accept you but i do oh but i do love uh like that we work documentary it does remind me of places i have worked in the yeah. past where it's like people just don't want to admit that they have mm-hmm. a product or like we're a corporation but we don't do anything mm-hmm. but we make money but we don't you really hated that warby parker job that it you- wasn't that <laughs> no you liked warby parker it was uber did I? You didn't like. Did I like Warby Parker? I liked. Well, you took a huge shit in the middle of the dance floor at the I, holiday party. I did not. That is inconclusive. Of who took that shit? All I know is I got blackout <laughs> drunk at the Warby Parker <laughs> Halloween party, uh, and I came in. I took a day off because it puked on the stairs of my building, <laughs> and then I uh, came into work the day after that. Because I called out sick, and then my one coworker said somebody took a shit on the dance floor at the bar. <laughs> um, the hearsay was that they had been banned from that bar after that, but I don't oh, know wow. if that's true. Well, I um, like to say it's you, but I, you I know, know what? That, I know that you deny it, but I mean, I don't. I think it's funny I just, to accuse you of it. So the thing is, here's the thing. You mm-hmm. want another thing? I what is the thing? Oh I was blackout drunk, so I don't <gasps> remember. Oh no, doing it, think- and I don't think that I did it. But here's the reason why I'm, even though I was blackout drunk, I was, I'm 99.98% sure (laughs) that I, that I did not shit on that dance floor. I don't believe that in my state, I could have gotten away with that and then just like walked away from it and not had somebody being like escorting me out or getting fired or something, you know? You don't think you could have gotten your pants down? I don't think I could have gotten my pants. I, if I tried to do it, I probably would have. Fumbled the end of my pants and then just shit in my pants. So what you're saying is that you shit your pants on? Yes, I shit my pants. Somebody else shit on the floor. Okay, all right. But whoever right. did that and pulled it off, whoever took a... I, just, to, just to imagine this for a second, this was a very highly attended party with a kind of a hot dance floor. People were yeah. on this dance floor. 
and apparently somebody pooped on it. Yeah. And we don't know who, and they and they don't know who. Nobody knew who. Nobody was gone the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Did I ever tell you the story about how one time I showed up to work and I when I was a receptionist on Wall Street, mm. and I had a printer next to my desk because I had to print a lot of things, uh, like confidential things because I ran payroll and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, one day I came into work after our holiday party, and it was like seven thirty in the morning because that's when I had to be in. And my printer, I went to print something and it didn't work. And I opened the tray with the paper and it was wet. And I was like, how is it wet? And then I kind of smelled it. Oh my God. And it was like faint pee smell. So then it's like, okay, this is definitely pee. And so then I told my boss and they were like, okay, well, we'll get that out of here for you, I guess. And like they... The office manager guy was very nice and like took it away. Well, that's nice because I was and, expecting them to be like, just get some Windex. Well, they never, no one ever said anything to me about it after that. You know, and it was just weird. It was like someone clearly came in the office after our holiday party, peed on my printer, which means they would have been like sitting at my desk because my chair was right next to the printer. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it was just like, what? <laughs> can I take, can I say my theory? What? I think your boss peed on that printer and then was well, like, uh, yeah, we'll, actually, we'll get that taken care of. I appreciate uh, your theory, but apparently I heard through the grapevine like a month later or something that they reviewed the security footage and told me who it was. But like, I don't know what happened to him. I mean, he kept his job, so. It's just a little pee. It's just a little pee. She's just the receptionist. Who cares? It's Wall Street. What wow, are you going to do? that's true. It, yeah, I'm amazed they didn't just tell you to work around it. <laughs> Just like mop it up with uh, yes, I mean, paper I think towels. they felt bad enough to not make me sit next to pee, but yeah, I mean, you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, um, Uber was much more like uh, WeWork. Uh, they not yeah. great. Anyway, um, what else happened? Uh, oh, another big AEW thing. This is all that AEW. I haven't mentioned anybody else. Uh, the TBS Championship. So oh. they had the TNT Championship. Very funny. Yeah, it's hilarious. You have to be the funniest wrestler on the <laughs> roster gets to be the TBS champion. Um, no, so they have uh, Dynamite is moving to TBS uh, in a couple of months. And I believe it's like early next year it's moving to TBS. And, you know, they have the TNT championship because they're, they've been on TNT and Rampage is staying on TNT. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have the, the TNT championship is the what they call the mid card championship. So it's like mm-hmm. the world title is the main event title. Mm-hmm. for the men's roster and the TNT championship is like the title underneath that. So if you're like on the way up, that's like the lower, the lesser title that you can win. And so now they have the women's world championship, mm-hmm. the women's division and the TBS championship is going to be like the, the mid card title for the women's division, mm. which I think is great because now the women's roster is more than like one thing to do. Mm-hmm. So now they have like, cause before it was like, it's cool when like Britt Baker wins the women's title. Yeah. It's great. And she deserves it, but now it's like, I mean, she could lose it and then like win it back later. She can have different feuds and different matches and that's always interesting, but there's a little something to it. It's even then like WWE with like one women's title, you know, Yeah. there are tag team titles for them to go after, So, that, but it, it's just like, okay, you've won, because for the men's roster, they have like, oh, you could like win the tag team titles and then like you can win like this, this intercontinental title and you're working your way up to the world title and then you win the world title, you know? Yeah. And the women's title is just like cool you won the women's title now it's like is you're done uh, you know it just feels like you're done can women win the 24 7 championship they can but it's it's sort of a it's not like a seriously 
contended title. Many women have won the 24-7 championship. Carmella okay. has I just won wanted, it. I just wanted to make sure that it was okay. It's okay, yeah. Okay, It's good. allowed. Are you going to win the 24-7 championship? I guess I could. You could. I didn't know it was open You actually are not that far away from being able to, because you, you've done some things in, in, like, in the media, and there's been, like, literally, like, sports center hosts have won it. But, see, I don't know if I'd want to win it, though, because then you have to live in fear. Yeah, I feel like you'd... Oh, man, I would love if we had to, like, be working from home in our apartment and I had to guard the door because, like, our truth might be coming in to try to sneak up on you. They're not going to, like, break down the door, though. It no, would just our be a truth, thing of, like, not letting people in. Well, our truth would... The way he would do it is he would come in disguise and he would say that he was, like, an electrician or something and he was coming in to look at something and then... Well, we... I, you know what? Roll you John, up. can I say something? Mm-hmm. If a man shows up at our door and simply says, I'm an electrician, I'm here to look at something, please don't let him into our apartment. Well, you might have to fix something. Please do not well, do that. Well, I want that. to just check and then that way that he Let's can... Let's call the landlord and find out who sent him. Well, but but he's here already, so we should just let him no. in. No. You can come in. No. You can come in. No, you it's cannot. Unlocked. I always There's leave it unlocked. There's a door. The r- you're completely undermining the whole point of having a door, which is to not Come let on, look, just anybody in. Our door is in. barely even there, to be honest. Um, Don't tell people that. They almost know my phone number. That's true. They could find us. Yeah. They're, they know our whole name. And our crazed fans would, you know, show up and be crazed. Yeah. The worst kinds of fans are the ones that are crazed. Yeah. I was at Comic-Con this weekend. I saw many of them. They're just crazed. Anyway. I'm crazed about our next wrestling story. You don't even know what it is yet. I don't. I was trying to give you a I'll nice segue. A, I'll pick a good one. Um, like a positive one. Uh, Just pick anyone. Well, okay. Because we're almost out of time. Oh, we are? Okay, mm-hmm. so this is... So this guy, Gable Steveson, is a... I hate that name. Well, so... Gable he, Steveson. It's it's a lot. It's so many syllables, and none of the syllables are particularly Steveson nice. Steveson is particularly annoying, because it should really be Stevenson, but it's like... You, yeah. your, brain, your brain wants it to be Stevenson, and but Gable, it's casual. And Gable is like a made-up name. Well, it's Gable is like the up. last name of like a legendary like collegiate like Olympic wrestler. Oh, now it's cooler. Um, okay, never mind. So I love his this parents name. Named, yeah, well... So he won an Olympic gold medal for wrestling, and now he's been signed to oh, WWE. Oh, wow. Never mind. This guy has the best name I've ever heard. Well, he's been signed to WWE, and he's like still finishing college. Whoa. And they're letting him finish college, but they drafted him to Raw, so he's skipping NXT. Wow. And so he might only get like a couple months to train. But he also what did he study in college? I don't know what he's studying right now. Wait, what were you about to mutter? Were you about he to say something mean? He has some assault. Oh wait, no! I hate his name. His yeah. name is the worst name, and it really is like oh. not not great. Oh, like the Gable whole thing Stevenson. is Stevenson. Yeah, I it's really. You, I hope you get hurt bad. Yeah, so I looked up because I was like, why is this guy going to skip NXT? Because I was like, Kurt Angle was a guy that did basically that where he won an Olympic gold medal for wrestling mm-hmm. and they signed him to WWE, mm-hmm. but he wrestled like off TV and trained for like. A year plus. He did a lot of things off TV. Yeah. Well, seems. well, Kurt Angle didn't have any like rape charges, but um, okay. he, uh, but he, uh, yet. Yeah. I mean, hopefully we're good on that. <laughs> hopefully he's, he can make it, uh, at this point. But he's, but he wrestled like off TV, but this Gable Stevenson guy, he just got signed. He's only going to like, they've already drafted him to the main show. 
So he's not doing NXT. So I was like, he's not going to get any training. And now it seems like he Good. needs a couple kinds of training. Maybe he won't. Well, I mean, maybe it's a trap. Maybe yeah. they're going to beat the hell out maybe of him. Maybe it is. Maybe it is a trap. So I don't know. I just if looked it, him up on Twitter. Me, and I, I had It not... would be a trap. If I, if I had done this, it would have been a trap. Yeah. Yeah. The, it would be like a thing where the fiend comes out of the ring and like swallows him down into the ring. Yeah. Like he did with Daniel Bryan that one time. Yeah. And steals all his hair. Except <laughs> instead of his hair, steals all his skin. Ooh, geez. Yeah. I stole one of your balls. No. No. Okay. Just the skin. Okay. Just skin. Um, but yeah. So that's uh, it was a real roller coaster of emotions. So I was like, maybe this guy could be good, but he's like not going to get enough training. But maybe he's like a prodigy. And then I saw that, and I was like, oh well, uh, never mind. Yeah. Uh, but he's going to be on Raw, and I don't really watch Raw anyway. So. Yeah. So it's 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 a moot point. Um. So I thought I'd bring that up because it was at the time a big deal, and now that it's a week later, I'm like, I kind of wish I hadn't even mentioned it. Um. But I guess it's good to get that out there. Uh, what else happened? Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get it out there. We gotta get it out there. Gotta That's why the know about podcast them. exists. Um, the G one is happening. The G one's been happening. The G one climax. The G1? What? Oh, G one climax. It uh, sounds sexual when I say it. Yeah, like it sounds like a vibrator. It's uh, it it really does. <laughs> the all new G one climax. Yeah, it sounds like a very it's expensive vibrator. Um, so it's it's New Japan Pro Wrestling's premier tournament. Uh, it holds base almost the same weight as being the world champion there, mm. um, and it's probably the closest thing to an actual sporting thing that I that I care about because they treat mm. it like sort of a real sport. And um, you wrestle basically. It's ten. So there's two blocks, A block and B block. Okay. And there's ten wrestlers in each block, mm-hmm. and everybody wrestles everybody. Mm-hmm. So you get you accrue points. Mm. So each person in the block has. Uh, nine matches mm-hmm. so you can win pot so you get two points for a win you split the two points you get one each if it goes to a time limit draw mm-hmm. there's 30 minute time limits and you don't get any points if you lose so you can get a possible 18 points um, i see it's like and then yeah and then the winner of each block the person who has the most points mm-hmm. they face each other in the tournament final and the winner of that is declared the G1 Climax winner. They get a free vibrator, and they uh, oh cool, and they uh, they get a world title shot, an IWGP World Heavyweight Championship shot at Wrestle Kingdom, New Japan's premier event, their WrestleMania, which used to be, which is held every year on January 4th in the Tokyo Dome, which hmm. is a big stadium in uh, Tokyo, Japan, and so they. It used to be one night on January 4th every year. Then the last two years has been two nights on the 4th and the 5th. And then this year, or this coming year in 2022, it's going to be three nights. Wow. Can yeah. they go that long? Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll find out. I don't know why they're doing three nights. I don't know. Because honestly, you know, New Japan. I feel like most wrestling promotions would be done after one. Hey, but not but... with the all new G1 Climax. <laughs> it'll, it'll it can keep going. your pleasure. Uh, it can keep going. That's right. Your real partner may be tired, um, but but yeah, it's the closest thing to like a real sport that I like, and I uh, it's just been very good. This guy Zack Saber Junior. I don't. Mm-hmm. The, the best part about Zack Saber Junior. There's no Zack Saber Senior. Perhaps his real father in real oh. life was a senior, and he's named after him. Yeah. But his wrestling name Zack Saber is this, there's no Zack Saber. Yeah. That existed. He That's just funny. is Zack Saber. Zack Saber Junior. Yeah. Um, he wants to send you on a wild goose chase he, trying to chase does. down this non-existent dad he has. He really does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's great. He's one of my favorite wrestlers and he's very uh, 
he's very like wiry and he does like submission holds and stuff and he's been he was on an undefeated streak for a while and now he just lost the la- I'm, I'm also a couple shows behind on this because think about the g1 you're behind well the thing about the g1 is that oh, it, now they do like say is pointless. they do sometimes like three shows a week for it and it goes on for yes, a month john this is your full-time job being this the, is my full-time job being the info guy for this podcast it's true. This is my full time job. And you're slacking. I am slacking. I will. I'll promise. I'll watch some G1 matches later. Okay, please do. Um, but it's it's hard to keep up with, and I've only really been able to do it now, like working from home, because I'm home more, uh, and I can watch it at the gym and stuff. Yeah, not um, when you're working though. No, never. I would never not do when, that. Not when, not when I'm not working. Not when you're working during your employment hours. Never. No. I would never. No. I would never. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Can you imagine doing I can't. something like that when you're supposed to be working Can you imagine watching work work? Powering Through Marvel's Runaways, a show that you actually really don't like? Oh my god. While you're working, but are watching it because you have some sort of obsessive OCD thing where you have to watch every second of content in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that now probably isn't even canon anymore. Can you imagine that? I can't imagine that, John, because I witnessed it. Yep. And it was horrible for me. Not because I had to watch any of it, because I didn't watch any of it, because I had to hear about it. Yep. I would just constantly be like, man, I hate this show, yeah. and I just kept doing it. Oh, yeah. Just like, constant. Gotta get through it. Oh, this show's bad. Well, why don't you stop watching it? Well, I can't. I still don't know if it was bad, really, or if I just had like a different expectation because I like the comic. Yes, I know. Well, they haven't Believe heard. Believe it or not, I've heard this. <laughs> it's okay, but they haven't heard. The listeners. Yes. Well, you're in for a treat, listeners. Yeah. They haven't heard. I really like the comic. And the show was uh, really, I don't know. They just like goofed up a lot of things. It was way too much about the parents. The story was like way too complicated. Uh, okay. And I I'm, just didn't. I am to end this podcast. Okay. <laughs> Do I have one more wrestling thing I want to mention before I talk no, about Runaways? You're out of time. I watched MLW <laughs> Major League Wrestling this week for the first time, and it was pretty good. Okay. So check them out, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have a I don't have a stinger. That's okay. I don't have a stinger for that one. We have a stinger, and his name is Sting. Sting is a wrestler. He refers to himself yeah. as oh, a stinger. Oh, right. Sometimes. Sting is a wrestler, too. I was thinking Sting. Yeah. The, the musician? The musician, No. Yeah. I wonder, I think if you were to say Sting to me, the first thing I would think of has to be the wrestler. I think most things that I say to you, the first thing you think of is a wrestler. Even if it's not related. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's why we had to start this podcast. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to stop that free association from mm-hmm. taking over our lives. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, this has been fun, and yeah. thank you for doing this. Uh, I'll see you next week. Yeah, thank you for listening to this. All right, we'll see you, and uh, Bobby Fishsticks! <laughs>